ACP Church family, welcome to the No Borders podcast, where every week we will discuss the sermon and share some personal takeaways. All right. Thank you for joining me today. Today on the podcast, I have Britton, I have Brandon, and our special guest is Mavornis. Did I say that right? You sure did. Good. Okay. Um, and so she'll be joining us today. And the first question I wanted to get into today, the the sermon was Randy brought us the sermon about, you know, what is the church? And just to kick us off, uh, Mavornis, how did you find Centerpoint? So um, we moved to Centerpoint in 2021 and we were looking for a new church home. So, of course, we did all the searches. Even before we moved here, we did all the searches. But as I was driving down on Emerson one day, I saw the sign and I saw that building up at the front. And I looked at my daughter. I was like, okay, do people still do house churches? <laughs> it does like, look like a house, I was right? Like, that can't be the church. I was yeah. like, do people still do house churches? So she's like, mom, I don't think that's it. Uh-huh. So we came back and then we saw the sanctuary and we realized this was center point And we have been here ever since. Very nice. So uh, tell us a little bit about what you're involved with now. I know you you're involved with just about everything here, but uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit about what you're excited about or what you're passionate about right now that you're involved with. Um, I truly believe in when you are a part of a church community, just truly being involved. Um, I have a passion for kids in general and just people's growth in general in terms of their development with um, how their spiritual walk unfolds. And one of the things I've found most gratifying here at Centerpoint is I'm able to serve in many areas. Sometimes um, unintentionally, I kind of get pulled into stuff, but uh-huh. it's it's all been really fulfilling. Um, the first thing that I got involved with was small groups, and it's a mm-hmm. really awesome way to connect. I can't say enough about that in terms of it's said all the time in our services, mm-hmm. um, but it really is the best way to get connected in mm-hmm. your church body. You get to know people. You you develop relationships. And then from there, you start getting to know other people and you you get into the other activities that are available. Our Connect site is awesome. It shows you what groups we have, what ministries we have. And from there, you know, based on your spiritual gifts or just wanting to learn more, it's a great way to dive in. I can't say enough about just diving in. Mm-hmm. You know, don't be shy. Don't stand by. Just dive in. You know, we're really warm people here. We really are a family. Yeah. And um, from that, I moved from small groups. I got into the prayer ministry because that really is one of my biggest passions. Mm. Um, prayer truly is my first language. Nice. I don't believe you can have your spiritual growth without having that one-on-one communication and relationship with God. Mm. Um, I also have a huge passion for young people, children and young people. I served in um, student ministry in my old church for seven years. And so what's been great is being able to be involved in CP Youth, mm-hmm. um, just getting to know Britt, mm. um, getting to know the other volunteers that serve, and just getting to, to learn and, and know the young people that are here, um, getting to see them grow and strive in their own growth. Um, i also been pulled into the Connect Desk, so that's <laughs> <laughs> there. But one of the, the main ministries that I really got involved in first was the Usher and Greeters ministry, mm-hmm. which absolutely is one of the best ways to dive in because you get to know people. You start mm-hmm. seeing people. You, you know when someone's new. You know somebody who's yeah. been here before. <laughs> you know where people sit. You know their families. <laughs> you know their needs. Um, and, and overall, it's a great relationship to connect with people. 
and mm-hmm. and to be the first face of the church yeah. in terms of when people come in so they have yeah. that warmth and that you know that greeting mm-hmm. so if they're not sure it's their first time coming here or they're just starting their walk it's a great way to represent our church family our church body to be able to welcome someone in warmly mm-hmm. and have them feel at home yeah so it's been really rewarding yeah well definitely a, a good tie-in here with uh how much you're connected here at the church because you know the the sermon today was all about what is the church and you know one of the first things that randy talked about is is connection and so um you know that's basically what you're what you're doing every day every uh, ministry that you're a part of here so uh thank you for serving and uh, that is a, a really good thing to uh, think about if you're, you know, thinking about getting involved. I think, like you said, the greeters, the ushers are are how you get to n- meet new people and yes. everything. So that's awesome. Um, is there anything that you guys um, want to add as far as I know that I posed the question of, you know, how did you guys find Centerpoint? I know, Britt, you're like a fourth generation. <laughs> center, but, uh, True. Yeah. How about you guys as far as uh, finding the church? No, oh, yeah, that was it. I was, I was, I was here as a baby, so yeah. I don't know. We were here His when family it was church, name the church is in the charter. <laughs> <laughs> when it was Zion, yeah, we were here when it was Zion, and stuck with it when it wasn't when it, when it was Center Point. So we, okay. we we love our church. We love our home church. That's why my family is here all the time, and and, and everybody recognizes us. We we love this church and this mm-hmm. church family and this faith community, and, uh-huh. and just love what they do in the community and and the leadership we have here. So. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And don't don't plan it. Now I work here, so <laughs> it's wow. full circle. Wow. And we'll do your funeral here too. No. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Go ahead, Brandon. Oh, so for um, I was basically dragged by my wife. Um, <laughs> at the time, she was my girlfriend. Who's also and, like a third um, or fourth generation. Right? Yes, yeah. yes. So she's she's been here for quite a while as well. Yeah. Um, and at the time, I was church shopping. If you, if, Auditioning? I, I, I'm not, yeah, <laughs> auditioning. Whatever Interviewing. The, the correct term for that would uh-huh. be. Um, and it's funny because I was trying to find a church that was, um, I, I guess, aligned with me theologically speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and with this church, it was the first church during that season that I was like, you know, it's, I don't really care about that. It's important. Don't get me wrong. But what I what draws me to this church is so many people here have the heart to serve. Mm. Yes, and yeah. there's community here, and it's a family. It's something that you can clearly see. Mm. Um, and you know, and and seeing my wife being so active in it, I was like, you know, I want that. I want that again. Yeah. And it reminded me of my my, my old church, you know churches that I grew up in, stuff like that. So um, yeah, I'm happy to be here. That's so know? cool. Speaking of your wife and her being. Active, Mm-hmm. Michaela actually like babysat me and my brother when we were like <laughs> lit, like like five six years old. Like right, she yes. was like the teen that was like there. She literally like, went the through college whatever. Yeah. based off of babysitting. That is so awesome. <laughs> it's yeah, we've been here. Uh, yeah. We've crossed paths. Her and I have been here forever. Like yeah, it's so mm-hmm. cool. Nice. nice. Yeah. But yeah, the, it is interesting. Could it kind of hearing how everybody finds the church here? Um, I guess. For me, it was, um, you know, my my wife is Avery, one of Pastor Tom's daughters. And so uh, when we moved back to the area, it was kind of a, a no-brainer get involved here. And so when I attended a few ser- uh, services here, it was just, I definitely felt like it was definitely, like you said, you got to feel that everybody was connected, serving the community. Mm-hmm. And that was huge uh, for us. But 
hearing about, you know, the different stories and like seeing, you know, how you were saying that you were do, doing the church auditioning, the shopping. I feel like a lot of people do that. And a lot mm-hmm. of people get into that, that trap of, I got to find the perfect fit for us before I get involved. And it really takes away from what Randy talked about, about how as a church, you know, getting connected, that first step is we're always just shopping around or kind of on that surface level before we really dive in. It really takes away from what the church is and what the church could be because a lot of people are, are missing out and we're missing out on a lot of people who yeah. could be getting involved, who have these different gifts, who have these mm. different, um, you know, things that they, they could be getting involved with. So, mm. um, yeah, just thinking about that, kicking it off. But uh, as as, pa- as uh, Pastor Randy, I guess, uh, getting into the sermon, he, he gave us a really good layout of kind of the history of the church and going from creation, going through, you know, the different stories and, you know, uh, getting through to, to Jesus and how, how that transpired. Now, is there anything that stood out to you as he kind of laid out kind of the history of the church and the Tower of Babel? Is there anything that kind of resonated with you today uh, talking about those different stories? There were so many cool connections he made mm-hmm. going, you know, he went from here and then, okay, let's get forward a few hundred years, a few hundred years. And then it points right back to the so, areas that he went through, hundred, you know, that he skipped through, and and I, I my favorite one personally was the stone. How, mm-hmm. how Jacob, Israel, uh, after wrestling with with God, and he he places the stone as as you know as a monument, saying this is where we're going to build the temple, um, and this is going to be the house of the Lord. And then hundreds of years later, it points right back. Okay, now you, us, talking to us, talking to the disciples, talk about Jesus followers you are the living stones mm. that are going to build the temple, you know, and, and just being that the, the church isn't a building, it is a people. And, and um, I just thought that was it. And he made a couple more connections in that way as well that I just thought were so cool. But that one was really cool to me. Mm. Yeah, I thought that was really awesome. Yeah. I, uh, it, uh, just on a note on just how he laid that out, um, it really, it really, uh, trying to think of a good way to put this. Um, he kind of lays out how, interconnected the bible is. yes mm-hmm. um and everything's you know, so intentional yeah, yeah and if anybody out there like you know if, if you really haven't gone through the bible and everything like that this is this is one of the joys of you know this understanding like just the different narratives and how they interconnect yeah in so many ways mm-hmm. in so many ways i mean it's you know if you're into canon type stuff like yeah. you know star wars or whatever like this is way read the bible way <laughs> way way better you know yeah. but um but yeah it, i i i agree the the connection you know finding the church yeah. or the 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 build up to um Jesus building his church is is, is a beautiful thing. It's right. a beautiful image that he was creating. And, and like even the Tower of Babel, right? Mm-hmm. Separating. Right. And then the Holy Spirit coming and, coming and, and bringing yeah, it back. And bringing yes. it right back yes. to these, yes. these new tongues. And, these, mm-hmm. and then what we, we read in that story, he didn't hit this, but you read in the story, the people in the area, the, the, the followers in the area came because they heard this noise. Like, what is this? And they came all speaking different languages, but they all understood what was being said. And mm-hmm. it's just so cool that they were separated by language and then brought back together from what they were here at. Just the interconnectedness is incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's funny because when you think about um, the Bible as a whole, like you said, mm-hmm. um, last year um, we did the Bible just going through the Bible as the books are written. This year we're going through the Bible chronologically. Mm. And it's just awesome to see things over and over again, but see them from a different um, point of view. Mm. There are things that you miss. Mm-hmm. You know, the lens are, are really open when you you start going through it that way. 
And as he was talking about the tower and he was talking about going into the New Testament in terms of Pentecost, mm. it's one of those awesome things, as you mentioned, to see the connection. You know, there's so much that's concealed in the, in the Old Testament in mm-hmm. terms of you had to go to temple, you had to go through the rabbis, you had mm-hmm. to, you know, that that was the way they worship. And today, you know, because Christ did lay his life down, everything is revealed in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. And so, you know... That, again, becomes the whole piece of connecting through your church. You know, by yourself, you can read the Bible. You can learn a lot of things, and and we should do that. We really should seek that knowledge. But there is so much value in being a part of a church body, a biblical church body, where you can flush out those things together. Mm -hmm. You'll see things that you typically wouldn't see. You know, God will speak through another person, speak to to you so that together we develop as a whole. Mm -hmm. And so we can be prepared and equipped to help people who are trying to find their way. So mm-hmm. often, you know, as you mentioned, the church audition, somebody will go to a church and say, I don't want to go back there because it's not biblically based or, you know, something happened. But just being able to have your people equipped and be steeped in the word so that when people do come in, mm-hmm. we are available, we are ready, we're able to serve them and help them find their way because as the instructions are given, we don't want anybody to be lost. Mm -hmm. We want to be the church, right? Like he said to Peter, you will be my church. You know, I'll build on, you're the rock that I'll build as we're talking about stones. Yeah, right. You are the rock in which I'll build my church. And so we are called to be available for people to come in, not just sit and get the message, but really be involved Mm -hmm. in the church. He talked about, you know, when, you know, they came back together and after Pentecost, they brought all their means together to serve each other. Yeah, We still need to be doing those things today, right? Mm-hmm. We still need to be available to know what's happening with our body, our people, um, not just grow together spiritually, but do life together. Mm. Know what's happening and help each other to be stronger. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I all yeah. of that. I mean, there were so many gems Definitely. in what yes. Randy shared yeah. today. Yeah. Really he, was. He's, he's bright, man. I love hearing <laughs> his biblical knowledge. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, just, just hearing how, how he, you know, answered this this question, what what is a church? And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people could have just gone to Acts and just read from that and then done a whole sermon off of that. Mm-hmm. But he was able to, like you said, make it this interconnected story that had these common threads involved in each of these stories of the connection, the transformation, the response, and uh, blend it all together. And that is, you know, how we are able to understand what the church is, is through this journey, through this process. And it's definitely, like you said, it's such a more beautiful picture when you look at it that way uh, versus just, you know, what what it is, like, you know, what it is at one, one time, you know, seeing it as like this timeline is, is definitely um Definitely something that, you know, stood with me today. Mm, yeah. um, but when we, when we get into, um, you know, just breaking those three uh, aspects down, um, you know, connection, you know, we talked a little bit about connection and, um, you know, uh, Pastor uh, Randy was uh, kind of getting into it. And uh, one of the notes that he had, um, and I'm not sure if he'll get to it at the, the second service, but um, <laughs> he uh, read from 1 Corinthians uh, 12, 27, all of you together are Christ's body and each of you is a part of it. And, um, you know, looking at that and, you know, when I, what I thought about is just having the different parts of a body and, you know, as like a physical therapist, you know, seeing, you know, how the body works and how we have like these different things that are, 
connected and how they work together. And one of the things that made me think about is like one of the smallest, uh, or I just posed a question. Do you guys know what the smallest bone in the body is? Oh, that's a great question. The, no, I have no the, idea. Okay. The humerus. No. <laughs> um, it's actually in the inner ear system. It's called the stapes. And um, it's one of those things that if you don't have it, our whole equilibrium is thrown off. You wouldn't wow. be able to walk in a straight line with wow. the really? smallest wow. thing. So wow. um, thinking about that, thinking about the church, thinking about how you may feel like your role in the church is so small and, but it could be what's, you know, keeping this ministry together or what it could mm. be the glue that mm-hmm. is holding these people together. And so like, I just encourage you, no, no matter what you, what you feel or what you think you're doing in the church, like just, just being involved, just finding what your purpose is and finding ways to get involved and connect, you know, how important that can be, um, you know, even if it doesn't reveal itself right away. Mm. Um, so that made, yeah. Right. And, and pray about it. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, God wants us to be used for his purpose, right? If you're not sure, each of us basically has an idea of what our natural gifts are based on what we do every day. Um, Sometimes it's a fit, sometimes it's not, right? Mm -hmm. And you learn over time. But honestly, one of the things that helped me over the years was just really to pray and ask God, how do you want me to serve? What do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. And he'll open those opportunities mm-hmm. and he'll show you, even if it means the person who approaches you for whatever that purpose is, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Or whatever that ministry is. Or, you know, the things that usually bother you the most are probably the things that you need to be involved with because you <laughs> mm-hmm. can make a difference, yeah. right? Um, if you don't like the way something, you know, works or looks and you have a gifting in that, that's your way to contribute. Don't complain, mm-hmm. but contribute to make it better. Yeah. Right. So it's one of those things. Pray. He'll show you where he wants you to serve. And and there are so many areas in the body of Christ that we can serve Mm -hmm. because they're they're as a a group of people. We all have different needs. We have different walks. Some people are new and they need somebody to come alongside them. Some people have been around and they just need, you know, to be partnered with, you know, because we get sharper as we pull our resources together. So. Mm-hmm. Pray about it and step out, and there's always room yeah. where you can be of use. And that's all part of the connection, right? It he is. talks about connect, transform, respond. That's part of the connection. It's mm-hmm. not, he even illustrated that for those of the people that were in the house. And I think that our cameras are able to get it for online audience as well, where he came off stage and he yes. sat in the audience. He just sat there and said, This, you know, how many of us just do this? We do this. And then we watch it happen, and then once it's over, we leave. And it's the same thing. It could be maybe you tune in online and you watch it happen, and then it's over, you turn it off, and that's it. And it's like, that's not connecting. Connecting is is actually learning from what you see and actually taking those notes and actually applying it to your life. But then more than that, getting involved, serve somewhere. Engaging. Be, yeah, engaging yeah. it. Yeah. Get in a small group. Mm-hmm. Get on a volunteer team. Uh, come help out at Camp Kaboom. Come, whatever that is, get involved. And then that uh, not only, you know, that's not the only thing that helps with the transformation part. That's mm-hmm. a huge part of the transformation yes. part because you're going to be transformed through those relationships you make and through those experiences and those conversations. But then on top of that, obviously the transformation is getting in your word, getting the, the word in your spirit. I love you use the word steeped in the word. Mm-hmm. I love that. That is, yeah. that is a powerful yeah. image being steeped in God's mm-hmm. word and, and just being 
um, just being able to soak it up that way. And then the connect or, or and then the response, right? The mm-hmm. respond is the, the expressing God's love to others and going and making disciples at that okay. point. And then you're sharing your story. You're short sharing the story of Jesus. And it's just, I love that. I don't know if you guys caught it, but he also line those up with the church's three E's. Yes. So, so yes. The, yes. The, the connect. Yeah, really yeah, really yeah. yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. So I was considering when he was uh, doing uh, his sermon, uh, how this fits in the, what I think is a season of um, reckoning um, with the, the larger church. Um, but even in, you know, with our specific church family, with uh, church hurt and mm. people that, you know, have disputes in church, separation and all that. And I was just curious what you all might think about that. Cause, um, the fact, and this is, I'll just say something quick. Mm-hmm. We, we learned today that the church is not a building. The church is a people, people. Mm-hmm. and it is made up of a people that are every one of us imperfect. So there is going to be times where you offend. There's going to be times when something wrong is said, we're not perfect. It's right. that, but the, I think the beauty of the church is to that connection aspect is we can have those tough conversations. We can have some uncomfortable conversations, but those conversations have to make us stronger and bring us closer together. It can't just be, you offended me, I'm out. Right. That's not that's not a good relationship as anything you look at. If, if you look at a, a friendship, that's not a great way to treat a relationship. If you look at a marriage, if, if you're in a marriage and someone of your significant other offends you and you're just out, that's not a very strong marriage. That's, right. a, that's not how it works. Yeah. We offend each other sometimes. We have to be able to sit in that and grow from that. Mm. And I think that's what we're... I'm, and I'm not saying that if you're hurt by a church, it's on you to not leave leave the church. I get there are scenarios, things come up. I get it. And maybe it is best for you to, to start at a different church. But well, I think we leave churches, I think people are just very lackadaisical. And how, yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the word also tells you, right, if you are offended, go to that person. Yeah. You know, we are, the church really is a family. Mm-hmm. And families always have <laughs> Fight, disagreements right, and yeah. they get back together and they grow together mm-hmm. and they love on each other. And you do something that annoys me. I do something that annoys you, right? So the, the body of Christ is the same thing. The church is the same thing. Mm-hmm. You're not always going to like everything about everyone, but we have something more important in common yes. is our love for Jesus, right? Yes. And the word tells you if someone does something, a brother or sister offends you, go to them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, let them know what that offense is. Sometimes it's a misunderstanding. You might think somebody did something intentional that they didn't even know right. that affected you, yeah. right? So and true. to another level, if that's not sufficient, then you get the other, you know, you get the elders involved. And so that we can get to a point of, you know, what that common thing is so mm-hmm. we can work it out. Right. To your point, sometimes that's not where you're called to be. Sometimes you are supposed to grow in a place and then you're supposed to move to another yeah. place to to blossom, right? Yeah. So it's it, the important thing is the communication, yeah. the engaging, you know, the response. Mm. Um, we have to be intentional about how we respond mm-hmm. to what mm-hmm. we're seeing and what we're doing. But at the end of the day, we are together for a common reason is, you know, we want to live out our life in Christ and help others to do that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful that you said that because with the family, you don't choose your family. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you really don't. And 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 so much more ch- so true in in the church because that family doesn't go away. No, like, mm-hmm. you die, that family's still your family. You know, this <laughs> is the, the other eternal, side, This is the internal family, and that, exactly. I mean that, that. There's there's a higher level of family. When the church, and I think we sometimes forget that. Yeah. You know, we're grafted yeah. in, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And to just illustrate on that again, 
There's nobody that annoys me more sometimes than my siblings. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. But guess what? There is also no one that I'd want having my back. There's no one right. I'd rather be hanging out with. There's like my siblings make me laugh. Mm. They're my favorite people on the planet. Mm. But with that, they're also the ones that annoy me the most sometimes. <laughs> because it's, that, it's but that's awesome why we're so to strong. See the love between you all when I see you all <laughs> interact with each other. Yeah. It's really <laughs> awesome to see the love. That's one of the other great things about our church family is because we have so many families here and you get to see the dynamics and you mm-hmm. see the love, mm, yeah. you know, that yeah, is shared. Yeah. And and that love extended to other people who they invite into their spaces, you know, mm-hmm. into their own families. So yeah. it's it's really rich. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Yeah. And just to kind of double click on something that Mo said there was just, you know, go to them to have the conversation. You know, if you're getting offended through Facebook, if you're getting offended on social media or, you know, she said, or I heard that she said this, or, you know, even if you just interpret, you know, something that somebody didn't say and then, you know, without actually going to them, a lot of people get in, and I think it just got heightened with the pandemic, but people get, you know, so frustrated about, you know, what was posted or what somebody said to somebody's post and um, go to them, go go to them. I feel like having these genuine conversations, we can get around a lot of that stuff, that miscommunication and, um, you know, genuine conversation is very valuable. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the church can be the forefront of that, of actually having disagreements and then being able to sort them out and, you know, move past them or just work alongside them. And so, um, yeah, definitely encouragement there. But um, so, yeah, we went over connection, we went over transformation and then the the response. And so, you know, like we've all said here, you know, Centerpoint does a, a great job about responding to that and doing, going out into the community and having so many different things that, you know, we're involved with. And, um, you know, one of the things Randy didn't get to, but it was in his notes that I thought was really cool that I didn't really know about him. You know, he has these dove tattoos on his forearms. And so he, he said that, you know, he got these tattoos specifically to remind himself that he didn't want the Holy Spirit to just flow into him. He needed to also flow out of him. Mm. And so that otherwise, you know, your faith just becomes stagnant. And, um, you know, that that's, that's such a good imagery to have like that, you know, like he said, those, those doves float going outward. And so, uh, just remembering that no, no matter how much we're doing in the church or how much, you know, we're coming to church to get fed, like we're also, you know, responding to that, you know, reflecting that out so that we can be the church. That That is a crucial part of the church that, that needs to happen or it becomes stagnant or dead, like you right. said. And, um, and to your point, you know, a lot of people think about the church as a building and we've cleared mm-hmm. up that is not what the mm-hmm. church is. How about the church is living through us as we move and walk about mm-hmm. each day, Definitely. right? We're talking about people being our hurt. We are a reflection of Christ. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so to Randy's point, the Holy Spirit flowing out, mm-hmm. we have to be intentional about how we present ourselves as servants of Christ, yeah. right? Being a believer is not a title. It's actually a verb. It's an mm-hmm. action word, right? We have to really display what we are as believers and how we treat people in the world. Because how are you going to be nasty to somebody and be like, um, come visit my church next week? <laughs> right. Yeah. doesn't quite work, uh-huh. right? Right. So a lot of times when people see us, we're the only reflection of Christ that they'll see. Mm-hmm. And so we have to yeah. be very intentional about how we carry ourselves, what we do, how we treat people if we really are to be the church and be a true reflection of Christ. It's funny that you said this because it took me a long time to put the center point um, bumper sticker on my car. (laughs) Because I was like, look, you know, that's, you're, 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 you're aligning yourself. Mm -hmm. You're, you're letting people know 
And if I can't drive <laughs> in a way that Jesus would want me to drive, then maybe I don't need this on there. So That's I, a good point. It, I mean, yeah. but it's That's something funny. in every aspect of your life, you really should be so thinking true. about this. This yeah. is something worth reflecting on, like yeah. meditating on, yeah. on a regular basis. You know, how do I show the love of Christ? Yeah, you know? definitely. So good. He yeah. didn't stop it. Come and follow me. Mm-hmm. He said, go and make disciples of all nations. Absolutely. You, you have to do both. Yeah. Good. Well, I think that's a great place to, to wrap up, but I just thank you guys for joining me. Um, we will uh, be back next week, uh, Father's Day. I think there's another message before we jump into the next uh, series, but uh, thank you and uh, go listen to the sermon on YouTube if you didn't get a chance. Thank you guys. Whoop, whoop. <laughs>